you are listening to Book Nuts. Hello and welcome to episode number 29 of the Book Nuts podcast. This is your podcast where we talk about books. Again, as always, we do listen to audiobooks. If you want to know why we prefer audiobooks, go back to episode one. It'll explain everything. We're not going to rehash that. I am joined with the one, the only, the one that just had a birthday, I might add, Mr., but today it's just a small, Lauren, smaller R, Jonathan Nadu. Hello. Thanks for having me on, Tracy. I'm one year older now. And I saw a picture. I can say... Your wife gave you the best flowers I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she got these uh, fake like stems from the st- well. She got like basically like a fake flower bouquet, but pulled the flowers off. And with the fake stems, she like basically cooked bacon, wrapped up bacon, and kind of like uh, they weren't in balls per se, but she wrapped up the bacon so they looked like bacon roses. It was basically delicious. Now that you said that, uh, I really think that I thought she bought them. They looked so good. I really, really did. Uh, and those are some darn good flowers. Tell your wife she uh, she gets an honorary man card for that. Oh yeah, no, she 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 is a fantastic cook, which is why I weigh eight thousand pounds. <laughs> so that makes you twenty six right now. I'm twenty six in the heart. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You know, honestly, um, if here's a here's a question: Would you go back to eighteen if you could? Cool. Uh, honestly, probably not eighteen. That was one of my darkest hours, so I would have to say no. <laughs> yeah, I would only go back if I know what I knew now. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I hear you. <laughs> if I know what I knew, I'd go back. If I don't, no, I'm not doing that over again. Yeah, no, I no, I hear you. I I love where I'm at. You know, I got five great kids. I got an awesome wife, so every, everything's good. Yeah, that's what people in the twenties are like, man. But you're like late forties. Why wouldn't you go back when you get to your forties? You'll understand. <laughs> it's funny because I've told my wife for, for the longest time, probably even since I was in my twenties. I'm like, I can't wait to be fifty. Like, I don't know. I, I just I just want to be fifty for some reason. So I, I, I'm I'm getting closer, but I'm not there yet. Yeah, I'm just disappointed the one-piece jumpsuits are not in style anymore. That's what I was looking forward to as a kid. Like, you know, just have like five of them, you're good to go. You just wake up, slip it on, do what you want, take it off at night, you're good. You don't have to do anything else. Well, hey, you you need to bring that in, Tracy, you know. You can start selling some HT redneck jumpsuits. Uh, You know, uh, I I think my fashion sense, uh, it's a big no, because... I do give my wife the power of veto anything I wear because I will put something on and like, yeah, and she'll look at me and go, no. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm fully aware of my non-fashion sense. <laughs> um, that's why yeah, I'm very limited to this. Pretty much all my dress stuff is pretty much red or black, and I got a little yellow. That's it because they kind of intermatch whatever way I want. Yeah, you just, just let her go. Whatever she brings home for you to wear, you just put it on. Exactly. Yeah, and I also had a friend I worked with at uh, CVS. Every pair of pants he had was black, and every shirt he had was black or dark red. So <laughs> he never had to wear. He just grabbed and grabbed, and he was done. And I was like, genius. And uh, also, I wish they'd bring, like, geranimals back for adults. Only instead of little animals, they could have dots, you know, like, okay, as long as you see two red dots on the top and bottom, you're fine. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be so into that line. <laughs> well, people, enough about us. Uh, let's get in. Before we begin, don't forget, I do appreciate it. Dor told me about two different people that bothered him, and I do appreciate that. This week, I want to go for a minimum of three people. So I want everybody sometime in the next two days just to, uh, you know, bother him. This time you pick. I'm going to empower you to bother Dor the way you want to. There you go. And and whoever's the most inventive will get uh, high, 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 a virtual high five from us. That's right. And uh, he does, when people do that stuff, he does kind of send us a note saying, hey, somebody got me, so uh, we probably will. And if it's good, we'll give you some recognition on here and some kudo points, like you said. So, and before I forget, don't forget, if you're going to get something on Amazon, go to podnuts.com slash Amazon. Support Dory a little bit there. He gets a little something, something, something on the back end to help out for that. And so he can keep all these shows flowing. And as far as you don't know, that what I was talking about a couple episodes ago, that yes, Sportsnuts is live and Sportsnut is out there going. So uh, if you want your little weekly sports thing, I try to keep every episode under uh, 20, 25 minutes. It's usually right in that range. So it's a quick synopsis about what's going coming up, some like good games to watch coming up and some of the big news in the past so you can get kind of the big overview of sports and then every everyone has a discussion uh you know about what's going on and a little teaser here this week's discussion is going to be on the whole colin kaepernick kneeling thing Ooh. and it's going to be on the perspective of you guys know me very patriotic very army and just to let you know, some of you might be surprised at my answer. That's all I'm going to say about that. You have to listen to Sport, Sports Nuts. It should be released uh, tonight or tomorrow sometime there. So there you go. And, and I, and I want to give a thank you to Rex Ryan for shutting out the Patriots on my birthday. That was a, a fantastic gift. So thank you. Yeah, that uh, it's it doesn't happen too often. So it it's that's. Very, very good. Yeah, I'm not a huge Patriots fan, although I do have Brady in uh, three of my fantasy leagues. Oh, so, boo hiss. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. A late round quarterback, you know, yeah, you missed quarter of the season, but uh, I picked up, uh, no one was drafting Matt Ryan either. So I picked up oh, Matt really? Ryan. Oh, man. Matt Ryan's been lighting it up, baby. I got Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Nice. So. Just them two in one of my leagues gave me 86 points. So, oh, yeah, love it. That's a good day at the office. Yeah, I, it was a glorious Sunday. It was a Patriots loss, Bronco win. Boom. That's how That's how I like my Sundays to go. <laughs> there you go. And uh, last night, uh, the Vikings did beat the Giants. So, 4-0, and oh, a team that uh, lost its quarterback, lost its running back, lost both tackles, and lost its defensive tackles. So, yeah, all of that, they're still 4-0, and oh, which... Yeah, it tells you uh, the sum is greater than the means for that. That's right, so, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, enough about all that stuff there. Let's get into the show. Oh, before I forget, the next episode is going to be on, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be our top five audiobooks that everybody should listen to. Now, we are going to gear this to audiobooks, so the reading presentation will have an effect on the book. Yeah. So if somebody reads like this, it's not going to get as good grade. It might have been a better story, but this is going to be truly the top five audiobooks 
we think you guys should listen to. So this is going to be a spoiler episode, and we'll tell you when the spoilers start. You won't miss anything there. If you want to get in contact with us, just email Tracy at podness.com, and I'll get it to to Jonathan if you want to send it over there. If you want to tell me some corrections, concerns, you want to give us a recommendation to read, or you want to join us, please. And remember, the week after that, we're probably going to be going uh, book one of the Wheel and Time series. So that will be that. So let's get into this book. It is a book by Daniel Abraham. It is part of a series called The Long Prince Quartet. And that series makes a little more sense after you read it. And A Shadow in Summer is book number one. So, high-level book without doing it. The basic synopsis of this book is you have... It, it, I'm kind of guessing the way... They don't go too in detail about this, but they do in go detail about everything else. Is It's almost like the world is set up of a bunch of city-states and not big, huge powers. Um, there is a couple, but most of it is city-states all over, and it takes place in this city-state. It's a free trade, and it's one of the few out there, and it's very rich, very wealthy. And you have these people that protect these city-states, or some of them, I should say, called poets. Now, that's not like, you know, Jack Be Nimble, Jack Be Quick poet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these poets can talk and write down, describe, and actually make things into reality. Like, they take seeds out of cotton. There you go. So, it, it's it, that's the kind of stuff these poets did, and they would do it to protect it, and people wouldn't really like to attack them because of these powerful poets. So... And somebody's trying to kill the city-state of Sariet. Is that how, you, how they say that? Sarikayat? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yes. I think it was Sarikayat, yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that. So, But somebody's trying to take this city-state down where, where it takes place. And this is probably one of the biggest city-states around. It would be kind of like uh, taking down New York, realistically. Yeah, it, it also seemed like it was... I don't know. I don't know if you necessarily say it was the most powerful, but... They, this city-state was most well-known for the taking the seeds out of the cotton. They were, like, one of the only places that could do it quickly. Like, other places could do it, but they had a technique that no one else had. And so they, they were well sought out for their cotton in this place. Yeah, even though they charged more and it cost more to get there, the people would make more money because it would turn around faster. And they also had stuff that you would do after the cotton to start the textiles. So you would drop it off and pick it up about the same time as these other ports and everything was done. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of had a double whammy there. So it was very, very there. But, okay. I'm trying to think of anything else non-spoiler. I, I will say this. This is, a, like I said, a very, very detailed book. Um you literally know everything going on, including what they're eating at each meal. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it's very, very detailed written. Um, the best way I can describe this is, to be honest, most fantasy books are geared to teenagers and early 20-year-olds. That's just the big area that normally like that. You can tell this one is written for an older audience uh, right off the bat uh, very well. 
And another nice thing I liked about this book, like we talked about in the other episode, is there's a very strong, powerful woman in here that where they just don't go overboard. Like I was go go back to episode twenty, and I'll explain what I mean there, which was very good to read about that too. So it's good to see these stories where you just have a good, powerful female that's you know not like say one word and everybody in the world's dead. You yeah, know, yeah. something like that. Yeah, so exactly. it, it's very good to see that, which which is very good. And um, through this whole book, not only that, that and I'm sure you know which one I'm talking about, the assistant to that uh, trade guy. Yeah. Uh, yep. But she is probably the, boy, tied for the smartest person in the book. And I'm yeah. not going to say who the smartest was, and you'll kind of know that. Uh, they just kind of grew up a little differently. Um, so they're just a little, yeah. So, but being her, being a little older, more experienced, she might have the little upper hand right now on that. So, yeah, so that was good to see in this book. But like I said, very detailed, very good. Um, I'm going to give this book a six and a half to seven just because it is kind of long and it, it, part of it, I don't want to say drags on. That might be the bad word. The best way, here's the best way I can describe it is. It was a good book, but nothing in it made me run out to start getting the second one, reading the second one. Mm, I, 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 I'm right there with you. It's funny. We always have this. Like, we never talk about what we're going to rate it. And, you know, we, we, we always uh, find out when we talk about it. And I was I was going to say seven, honestly. Like you said, six and a half, seven. I was going to say I landed on a seven. Like, un, uh, just like, un, like the last book was kind of Eastern European based where like at least like the names were this book it seems like a lot of the names are sort of Asian um but you know which is cool that I'm not that's not why it's a seven but for me the reason why I would give it a seven like Tracy's been saying it's a really detailed book it's really well written I I was looking for just the one thing to suck me into the story like I just I I didn't connect with the characters I didn't really connect with the story like it's well written well written and and very detailed it was a good book I mean I I would recommend reading it but I would definitely put you know probably a good amount of books ahead of it but it's still sort of worth reading but I just for me I didn't get sucked into it like I, I couldn't not listen to it and I was telling Tracy like I was trying to read finish this book and Every time I was reading it, I kept my my MP3 player kept getting bumped or hit, and the story would start over, and I'd be like, ah, and I'd have to like fast forward it, find where I was, and so finally, after the third time, I honestly didn't even finish reading the book because I just, again, I didn't get sucked into it, and I had to keep like resetting the book, so I was like, I'm done. <laughs> so I honestly don't even know how the book ends. <laughs> yeah, that's I guess the one bad thing I have in one big large file. It's great because it's just one file, but yeah, you got that to deal with too. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're talking about Asia, and I th- I think he they was written to be almost uh, feel like an Asian setting because they would eat a lot of noodles. And he's like, well, I don't eat noodles, but the way they eat it on the bowls, they'd buy them in the street. You'd eat them with your fingers, and the way the homes were described kind of looked like uh, some of the smaller, older Chinese towns you'd see. Yeah. So yeah. Th- that I, I think it was meant to be that but uh that's the only really asian influence i got was uh, some of the food and uh the way the towns were set up and the, how they described their homes and how they lived yeah yeah exactly so anything else before we get into the spoiler i think that's it all right let's get into the spoiler section spoilers spoiler spoilers spoiler no huh would that be singular or plural 
I gotta think about that a little bit. I guess it, it depends how many spoilers there are in a book. Maybe there's only one spoiler. Maybe there's a couple. But is it one big spoiler? Kind of like uh, the Book of Revelation. The Ooh. Revelations. Oh yeah, so yeah. So it's kind of you know kind of got to think about that a little bit. That's one of my pet peeve. We're gonna in the Book of Revelations. There's no S. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, enough, enough about that. But it's kind of like uh, the person that uh, cuts you off when you're driving to cut out in front of you on the street and slow down and then, exactly. turn, then turn 10 feet in front of you. Exactly. 10 feet. Like, really? You couldn't wait. There's no one behind me. You couldn't wait three seconds, you know. <laughs> no, it was, that, it was that important. Exactly. It's not quite that bothersome to me of a pet peeve, but uh, it's up there. But okay. Here we go. This this book starts off, and you know, realistically, how it tried, this book started off really fast paced. Yeah. Uh, and then, soon as they got to the point where they found out that girl was pregnant, yeah, it just like started like, boy, I was thinking, what else can they do? And I found out why it was so long. The book, you know, because it 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 just. There was just some scenes could have been deleted without affecting the story. Totally. Um, so it it and you see, well, some of that builds up. These really not. Um, I mean, they devoted a half a chapter of her hiding in this attic, um, which is fine, but just saying, you know, hid hiding in this attic of this house probably would have been the same. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It didn't really affect the story, like, at all. Like, you didn't need to know all that information. Right. So that's kind of some of the stuff we're talking about, how this gets a little detailed. Now that I say that, remember what I said, I do believe this was written for adults. Uh, and I do believe me and Jonathan are probably going to be in the minority here on that. I really think people will enjoy this. Reading some reviews online to this to see if I was just wrong or out there on this book. Uh a lot of people liked how it was written and how long it was and how detailed it was. So I got a feeling me and Jonathan might be in the minority there, but yeah. uh, I, I, you might be right there with us. Uh, who knows? It's going to be one of those things you'll just have to see. But it starts off in this school, okay? And what these schools do is they train poets. Now, uh, but you don't know if you're going to become a poet, if you're not going to become a poet. Basically, um, you're taken from your family, and you're given this education. But if you return to your family, uh, your brother's going to kill you because you could be smarter than them and they want to take control of the family. So if you kind of get dropped out of the school, they brand you in a way where it says, hey, I will not take my family over. I will not take my family fortune over, but you can't kill me. So it's right. kind of like a self thing. Well, to find out later that the whole school is kind of set up like uh uh, just to see how people react to different situations. They want the people that there's two main things to react to. And if you react to them both right, you can go on and become, uh, uh, I guess it would be, you'd go underneath a poet and learn underneath a poet. I'm trying to think. An apprentice. apprentice. Yeah, yeah apprentice, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. It was, uh, you'd be an apprentice to a poet. And basically the, sorry for coughing there. So, uh, Basically, the two things are is the first thing is you have to start thinking on your own. Uh, these people, it, they're treated harshly, these kids. Everything they do, they're treated harshly. I mean, to eating dirt, if you're told, to everything. Yeah, yeah. It, it's you are, you're beaten. You're treated harshly. And how one of the main characters in the books, he gets away 
yeah, he passes that first test as he runs away. And one of the head poet to the school comes and says, you know, what are you doing? And he says, I got to make my own fortune. They says, but you can be killed for this. Says, but I have to. That's not it. And then he says, well, now you can wear this black cape, which is you're like an older student and you're in the second phase. And not yeah. everybody in the second phase there. Some people in the second phase stay in the second phase the rest of their life and they never leave the school. They just stay there forever. Because um, they kind of do the day-to-day training of the kids and the big training, the older poets and the older, really older black robes, as they're called, do it. Well, then he gets to the second one and he's out training and he passes the second part showing compassion. And he was one of the youngest people to go through both, uh, he found out. But once they says, you know, this was it, this was that, you know, you can go on and learn under a poet now. He basically gives them the finger and said, no, you guys are screwy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. This is, so he just leaves. And that's kind of last you hear about him for a little while. So do you want to pick up a little there? We don't have to get as detailed on this because this, you know, obviously. Yeah. How about the whole middle of the book now? We, you just give a little tiny excerpt. Well, you also find out that that, I, I remember that, that kid's name where, uh, that we we're just talking about. But he also, he, he also comes from like, the highest family in this sort of city state, right? Like you find out later in the book, like he, he really left a lot of stuff behind and he basically takes on, you know, he's almost like a, not a slave, but he just like becomes like a servant. Like he serves like all of these other people who he should really be like ruling and reigning over. Because like you said, Tracy, he was like, you know, forget this. I'm out of here. You guys are messed up. And I'm, you know, I'm just going to go earn my own living. And like, I, you know, I'm going to leave my namesake behind and everything. He changed his name and everything. And so I don't remember how he crossed paths with uh, the kind of like the main girl there in the story, like how they sort of hooked up. She didn't realize where he came from. And, and... Yeah, yeah, basically uh, the main I'll say the main female in this book is an assistant to this big, powerful merchant who is one of the people trying to take the city down. Yeah. Her assistant, a younger girl assistant, her boyfriend is that boy. Yeah, exactly. He, he You just know him starting off as the laborer. Um, that's all he is. He's just a laborer. Well, the big merchant guy needs... Uh, uh, bodyguard to go do this deal by his own and she kind of is like well well let me do it let me go with it. i can't tell you this deal is about da, 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 da. and that's kind of unusual so she gets her assistant's boyfriend to do it so she could find out everything that went on right so that's how he kind of gets sucked into this story right there um and a little bit later there's a new poet apprentice coming in and you found out when he showed compassion, uh, the that one guy we we're talking about earlier is it was actually who's shown compassion on this boy who is now the apprentice. Right, and the boy so. recognizes him, and he's like, "Hey, man, where you been? What's been going on?" You know, and he was like, "Hey, you know, don't give up my cover, kind of like don't let people know I'm someone else that I'm, you know, that I'm I'm not or whatever." And so that was interesting too. Yeah. Okay. We got to kind of stop getting so detailed. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be here for another hour. But basically, what happens is uh, the poet's assistant, not his apprentice, his assistant, and this merchant 
are trying to get the poet to do this one deed that actually kills a baby inside of a womb. Yep. So he kind of goes over the edge. He's close to the edge now. He's powerful. He is powerful, um, the poet. But he likes to drink a lot and does this. And other people want to see the city-state fall. And the assistant poet wants to be the poet. So it's kind of two different things going on there. But uh, so... Basically, that's the whole thing they're trying to get it, and everybody's trying to stop this from happening. So, and to be honest, I did not get to the last chapter of this book. I'm actually going to finish it here on the mower here in about an hour. But I can get you, I'm going to give you pretty much, it, it'd be kind of hard to change this synopsis. Okay, he's going to get could. you on the cliffhanger. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Now, it, it's kind of, it, it'd be kind of hard to change, let me say that. Could it change? Yes, but uh, I don't think it will. But basically, it comes down to the main female character and the uh, assistant, or the apprentice, and the boy really stopping everything. And the one boy that left the academy and the poet sings really starts to nurture his own power in his own right and his own influence ah, to stop this so uh, how it very and that that's pretty much it if it change it could change but uh again i'm sorry for that i just ran out of time this week uh so yeah so that's basically that for the book now like i said it's very detailed it 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 in a good way to some to me it was okay but it, it's uh, we kind of had to stop this going because we're already almost at the 30 point 30 minute point to this episode already and the only negative things i've gotten so far on our podcast is being when we go over 30 minutes so i'm really going to try to keep it to 30 or less so we're getting bumped up to that so maybe we'll maybe we chatter too much at the beginning but i don't know if we did that it was just a detailed book yeah, no, like I said, it, it, and Tracy said, we, we could we could be in the minority. If other people are ranting and raving about it, like I said, it was everything was good about it. I just, I, me personally, I didn't get sucked into it. I wasn't like, I can't stop listening to this. That, that was the only thing I can say about the book, really. Yeah, so that is that. I hope you guys enjoyed the book. Don't forget the next episode is going to be on our top five list. And after that, it's going to be book number one in the wheel of time remember if you want to contact us just email tracy at podnos.com if you want to get it to jonathan you can't forget it no yep. I'm just gonna, <laughs> i can't i can't read email <laughs> exactly um find out jonathan is blind as you guys know um but amazingly he's also 100 percent deaf what exactly so <laughs> he just reads he listens through vibrations on the microphone it's pretty cool actually no i'm just kidding so i hope everybody enjoyed this podcast i want to thank everybody for downloading this taking time out of your busy schedule and listening to this show uh, again send me any questions comments concerns hate mail for me not finishing this book here i deserve it i understand that uh send it tracyapodnuts.com and thanks for everybody listening everybody have a great week podnuts.com slash amazon see ya <laughs>